The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to the world. We've been waiting for you. What's right with you? How do you find out? How can you improve your finances, health, relationships, business, and more? Welcome to the Access Consciousness Radio Show. We'll help you find that awareness with tools that actually work. Now, here are your hosts, the founders of Access Consciousness, Gary Douglas and Dr. Dane here. Welcome to Hi everybody, it's Gary. And Dane, welcome to the Access Consciousness Show on Voice America, where we talk about everything nobody else will talk about. How's that? That's right. I like that. Works for me. I know, works for me too. So one of the things, our topic today is need and tug. Now the idea of need and tug is something that was based on, it was based on um, part of the novel I wrote, the, uh, the, the place. place. Yeah, that one, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like we're looking to create a place where you learn how to do the need and tug. One of the things uh, that about need and tug is we usually are have to look at what we'd like to create in the world to know what we would like to have. So if you would like to actualize something in your life, if you'd like to create it, you have to be willing to ask for it too. So it's the ask. You know, it's like and when you ask for, you know, it's like if you ask for something, it's like the ask is as important as it is to know what it is you desire, you need. So you got to have that sense of, okay, there's, there's five elements for creating anything, and that's, you know, be, do, have, create, and generate. So to be or not to be, that is the question. What do you think, Dan? So true. Exactly. So the thing about being, most people think that being means you would do nothing. And the reality is, being is when you have the ability to choose anything. And when you have total choice available to you from being, then what you do gets created different. Now, the best way to describe the, you know, the being and generation, it's like the head of the snake and the tail of the snake. We don't know which one is biting which one. So you've got to have this idea. Generation is the energy of something you realize you could bring into existence. And having the energy of it makes a huge difference. So the energy of it, then you create, and create is what the elements of what you have to do to physically actualize something. Now, if you have the physical actualization of something, you start that, then there are things you have to do. So that's the thing you have to look at. So what do I have to do today in order to create this? So that the end result is you get that you're creating by doing, and then ultimately you end up having what it is you would like to have. Now, basically, the ability to have something 
is the ability to have it or not without the necessity of possessing it. Most people have this mistaken point of view where they think possession and having are the same thing. Possessing is you must have it, you got to have it, and if you don't have it, you think something's terribly wrong. So it's a whole different universe about how things can be created. So that's, that's my spiel for today. So when you have the need, when you ask for something, you open the door to things starting to create. Whole different universe becomes available. And you start to actually become the attractant for that to show up in your life. You know, Gary's talking about these, the, the, you know, it's neat and tug. So he's talking about actually getting clear on what you want to create first, which then allows you to actually become the magnet for that to actualize into the world. We don't often realize that what we really are is the magnets for something to show up that's different, we tend to not look at ourselves that way. We tend to somehow think that that we, we don't tend to get a sense of what, what actual creation is. So what this is, is we're, we're putting words to what we have found is the actualization of something that, that actually allows something to finally be created and show up rather than, so you're not sort of poking around in the dark, feeling like you don't know where you're going and how to get there. This becomes where you start to know how to get to where you're going and be able to get there with a lot more ease. I mean, it's, it's not like early sex where you poke around in the dark to figure out how to get there? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like that sex you had with, with, when you were a teenager, remember those days? If you touch it, I will come? Yes. Ah, uh, yeah, yes. Place where if you got it in, once you got it in, you go, oh my God, and you came again. So, you know, it's like you got to look for a different possibility. Different possibilities are the things that create all things. And you got to have a willingness to know what it is you would like to actualize in life so that you know what to ask for. Yes. So if, if you want money, it's, and it's sort of like the best way I can describe this to me, it's like taking the components of the law of attraction, which is about asking so you can get, but recognizing there's a different possibility. What might be possible if we were creating from a different world, a different universe, a different reality. Something has to be different. So that's the reason that we're doing this. Need and tug. Okay, what do you need in life? Well, do you really need anything? For the most part, no. And it's like everything that we do, we have this point of view that we have to, we have to do something to get it. I was talking to a lady today, and she was... You know, I was talking to her not about need and tug, but it's like how she was creating her life. And she, she talked about how she likes her alone time. And she just has this sense that, you know, you know it's like, well, those people are just annoying, and so she's going to brush them off. She's going to eliminate them. The reality is that huge numbers of us have this universe in which we look for something that's going to give us our, our desired result, what we want to create. And unfortunately, for the most part, we don't look to see what we can create. We look to see what we can choose. And that's, you know, it's like, okay, so this lady, I was talking with her, and I tried to explain to her that when you ask for something and you start to create, 
you actually, like, about a thousand tentacles go out into the world to start creating. And you create, you start your creation, you start your cycle of creation, and in so doing, everything begins to build. And what tends to happen is that after the person does this and they do that dismissal thing, then what happens is that all the tentacles you put out there quit. They end. So we destroy what we started to create by the choices we made in the first place. So you've got to look at this from a slightly different place. Recognize that when you withdraw or you dismiss something or dismiss someone, you're actually no longer creating. You're actually destroying what you had been creating. You want to make sure that you have the availability of all things in that. Okay. In this thing? Yes. Hey, we have a caller. We have a caller. We Kirk have from Canada. What's up, What's up Kirk? Kirk? Oh, sorry. I didn't know if you guys were ready for me. Uh, hey, it's Kirk from Canada. Um, I keep creating the same messed up life, even though I would like to, and I ask questions to create a more abundant, prosperous life, but I keep creating a messed up life. Yeah. But what you got to do is instead of, it's like, you know, it's like what you got to do is start asking, okay, so where have I dismissed the future I'm trying to create? Because you start down a line and then somehow you're making some choice or some decision that's ending what you were looking for. Yeah, and for the end result, yeah. Yeah. Then that's why we come back to the same place over and again. So can I ask you a question? Yeah. What have you decided yet can't have that you would like to have that if you hadn't decided you couldn't have it would allow you to have it. Do you feel that energy? Yeah. Yeah, it feels, it feels uh, foggy, but yeah, I feel it. Okay. So everything that is, will you destroy and uncreate it all? Yeah. Right. right. I'm getting bad, pot and pock all nine, shorts, boys and beyonds. Because how it happens is this. Okay. You literally decide you'd like to create something, but you've created something else that counteracts it. And every time you go into the counteract mode, it's probably an energy. Because when I asked that question, the energy came up, and you could perceive that energy. But we think that our psychological point of view, our mental point of view, our words are what's creating it. What if they're not? What could really be possible? Yeah, I, I, it almost seems that I, I, I realize that there must be value in creating the same thing over and over, the same messed up life that I've created for myself. And it just keeps getting more and more messed up, even though I, I would try to create okay. different. And I know that if I just, I mean, there's solutions that I would, I think, to have, but, I, of course, I ask what's better than that. Um, and so I know that in, in a heartbeat I can be out of this entire life what's, and world that I've created for myself. What's better than that doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here's something that can work for you if you're willing to do it. Okay. 
what have I made so vital about creating a possessing a messed up life? It keeps me playing the same record over and over and over again. And everything that is times a godzillion, we just trying to create it all. Yeah, right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Now, if you'll put that on a loop and listen to it for 60 days, I'm pretty sure you'll turn the corner to a different possibility. Okay. I'll do that. Okay, cool. Right on. Mm. Thank you very much, guys. Have a good day. Cool. You too. Thanks, Kirk. Right. Bye-bye. We have someone else, Shield from Pennsylvania. Hi, Gary. Hi, Dane. Hi, Shield. Pretty good. Um, recently, I noticed I do this thing in some places, like I took music lessons, and then I stopped, and it's like I hit the target, and I'm done, and then I just decide that I won't go for anymore from there. Yeah. What's wrong with that? Hmm. Like, I feel like there's still more that I could explore, but then, and then, like, it, there's like I'm good in stuff, and I could just keep going. But then, for some reason, I just decide to stop. Yeah, once you've accomplished what you set out to do, you have no reason to do it. Hmm. Okay. So don't worry about it. You're a humanoid. <laughs> I'm done. Move on to the next thing. Move on to the next. What else can I choose? Because literally, <laughs> you know, you know, literally, the deal is that. People have this place of, you know, of doing something, and then they move on, and they, you know, and they, it's like a humanoid has to do a thousand things to find out one thing they like to do. So, no worries if I just decide, eh, I'm done, let's, let's just yeah. do something else. Next, yes. You might want to get the idea, basically what it boils to, down to, is... Humanoids are masters of all trades and jack of none. I love this idea. Yeah, and you can do anything, and you'll succeed at it. Okay, so I guess, wow, cool. Thanks, Gary. Thanks, Dan. No problem. Cool. I like that. I like when a human goes, oh, that, that feels more like me. Thanks so much. Yeah, because that cool. is like them, you know, because it's like, we all do that. I mean, I did like 800 different jobs. Did you, Dane? Uh, yes, I did, as a matter of fact. Yeah, I know. <laughs> at one time when, we first, when I first met you, I talked about all the jobs I'd done, and you'd done just about every one of the jobs I'd done except three, and I'd done just about every one of the jobs you'd done except three. Yeah, and like, exactly. And I was like, wait a minute. We both did that? We both did, really? Wow. Yeah. yeah, it's sort of interesting, and, and people don't realize it truly. You're a master of all trades and a jack of none. It's like you choose to do something, you figure it out within minutes to weeks, you know, and then usually you're bored and you want to move on. Most, most humanoids will do a job for like, say, three weeks, and then they, you know, within three weeks they've learned everything there is about the job, and they know how to do it, and they know how to do it better than anybody else. And I think it's hysterical because most of the time, you're the guy that goes, oh, if we did this this way, we'd make more money, or this would be better, or this could be more, and everybody goes, you can't do it that way. Yeah, exactly. Wait, it's like, uh, what do you mean? I just did. Yeah, well, you can't do it that way. Why not? Because that's not the way we do it. 
but if this is going to work better, why wouldn't you do it? Because that's not the way we do it. And it's like, oh, my God, people are strange. So just know if people tell you you can't do it. The other thing about humanoids, I know, how many times did you get told you were working too fast to make everybody else look bad? Uh, you mean all the time? Oh, yeah, that. Yeah. To the point where I would try not to do it just so I didn't make anybody feel bad. And then inherently I knew it, so I would be as slow as I possibly could to try to not make people feel bad. Yeah. yeah. And even then, you were faster than everybody else and they were irritated with you. Exactly. No matter how much I judged myself or tried to feel bad about myself, I still couldn't make myself slow enough or stupid enough to screw things up. It was yeah. crazy. So, you know, just have to be willing to recognize what is possible. So, and also recognize how different you are and what's actually possible for you that isn't for a majority of the people out there. Yep. So there. So there you go. You're different. Damn. Damn. Damn definitely, different. Definitely darn different. I like it. Yeah. You know, you're a double D. Damn different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And on that note, yeah. I think we have a break to take. I think we do. And, hey, I want to let people know you're doing a live-streamed Foundation and Level 1 uh, from Amsterdam that they can participate in. They go to the Access Consciousness shop, uh, look under the shop and look up or look actually under Gary Douglas's classes and you'll see where you can do that. If you've taken a bars class, which you can also do online, you can take this thing and having Gary do Foundation in One is one of the greatest gifts you could ever give yourself. So just want you to know while we go to break of the possibilities. We'll be back in a couple minutes on the Access Consciousness Show on Voice America. Thank you. to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The BARS is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a BARS session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a BARS class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? When you're pondering the big questions like, is there more than this? How can I have a happy relationship? What would it take to like my body? And how do I make more money? Where do you go for information and tools? Check out the online store at accessconsciousness.com. AccessConsciousness.com has books, DVDs, instant video, and audio downloads, online classes, and so much more. Subjects include abuse, changing your body, recovery, raising children, business techniques, tools to generate more money, how to have better sex and healthier relationships, just to name a few. At AccessConsciousness.com, you can also find 
facilitators who teach local classes on a variety of subjects. Accessconsciousness.com, your one-stop shop for tools to assist you in changing your life. All of life comes to us with ease, joy, and glory. Go to accessconsciousness.com to learn more. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You are tuned in to Access Consciousness. To join in on the discussion today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to va at accessconsciousness.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome to Hi, everybody. It's Gary. And Dane, welcome to the Access Consciousness Show on Voice America. How does it get any better than this? Whew. All righty. Okay, good. You know, that was a really interesting conversation we had there. It's like I thought we were going on need and tug, and we ended up talking about humanoids. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, you know. Humanoids have the ability to do, you know, need and tug easier than anybody. uh Uh-huh, exactly. And they actually can do it, which I think is the cool part, you know. It's not, yeah. it's, it's interesting because so much of what we've learned as creation is not actually, is not actually what creation is and would be for a humanoid. So yeah. there's this different, uh, this different thing, which is why we wanted to, you know, it's why we wanted to do this show so that people could actually get, okay, creation for a humanoid is actually different. And how do we get there? How do we give you sort of the energetic awareness of what that's like so you can use it? Exactly. So dare. So dare. We do dare. 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 I dare you to ask. So, so can, I, can I, maybe I need to find it so I can actually read it. But there's a cute joke that I got earlier today that I just thought when I said so dare that just seemed kind of cool. Um, I, the one about Patty? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, but I can't seem to find it. So, you have it. You I do it. or I, I can find it, I'm sure. Okay, let's see here. Because I get less emails than you. Oh, wait, I got it. Okay. Okay. okay so, good. a farmer named Patty had a car accident. He was hit by a truck owned by the Eversweet Company. In court, the Eversweet Company's hotshot solicitor was questioning Patty. Didn't you say to the police at the scene of the accident, I'm fine, asked the solicitor. Patty responded, well, I'll tell you what happened. I just loaded my favorite cow, Bessie, into the... And I didn't ask for details, the solicitor interrupted. Just answer the question. Did you not say at the scene of the accident, I'm fine? Patty said, well, I just got Bessie into the trailer and I was driving down the road... The solicitor interrupted again and says, Your Honor, I'm trying to establish the fact that at the scene of the accident, this man told the police on the scene that he was fine. Now, several weeks after the accident, he's trying to sue my client. I believe he's a fraud. Please tell him to simply answer the question. By this time, the judge was fairly interested in Patty's answer and said to him, said to the solicitor, I'd like to hear what he has to say about his favorite cow, Bessie. Patty thanked the judge and proceeded. Well, as I was saying, I had just loaded Bessie, my favorite cow, into the trailer, and I was driving her down the road when this huge Eversweet truck and trailer came thundering through a stop sign and hit me trailer right in the side. I was thrown into one ditch, and Bessie was thrown into the other. By Jesus, I was hurt very bad-like, and I didn't want to move. 
However, I could hear old Bessie moaning and groaning. I knew she was in terrible pain just by her groans. Shortly after the accident, a policeman on a motorbike turned up. He could hear Bessie moaning and groaning too, so he went over to her. After he looked at her in sorry condition, he took out his gun and shot her between the eyes. Then the policeman came across the road, gun still in hand, and looked at me and said, How are you feeling? Now what the fuck would you say? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I'm fine. I'm fine. Shoot me. <laughs> exactly. You know, sometimes you need to get the backstory to find out what's actually going on. Yeah, exactly. So, hey, you never can tell. All things are possible, maybe. Welcome to the world. Exactly. Huh? Don't you love that? Welcome to the world is playing everywhere. Yes, it's okay. my Uh-huh. And somebody so was let's, me. Somebody likes you. Somebody That's likes cool. me. I'm sure uh-huh. somebody actually wanted to call in for the show, but they were going to call me because that way they wouldn't have to... Exactly. They wouldn't have to expose to themselves to the world. So yeah. let's talk more about this need and tug thing. Yeah. So in the book, I talk about the, the fact that you have to create the energy of you need to have this show up, which is really the demand that we have to make. If we really want something to occur, we have to sort of create a demand, you know, in our own world. You know, it's like so... You know, it's like, I really want to have this. And so it does. And it's like, I've, you know, had more examples of it in my own life. You know, at one time I was concerned because, because something was showing up oddly and I didn't know what was wrong. And I knew I didn't have, I didn't have money in my account when I knew I should. And I kept going, I, I need to find out what's going on here. So finally what I did is I, I started, I went, okay, so who do I need to call in order to find out about this? So I called three people, and within 30 minutes, one of those people found out that this credit card company had been keeping $60,000 of my money for six months because I hadn't signed some paper that they wanted me to sign, but they had never sent me the paper. And so within 10 days, I had the $60,000, but they weren't going to give me the $60,000 because I hadn't signed the paper. I go, wait a minute, it's my money. How can you keep this? Well, that's just the way it is. And I was just like horrified that that's the kind of thing that people can function with and function from. Different possibilities. Well, and yeah, and that's that's the other thing is it's so not what what is our world. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just but the fact that you could ask the question and and create finding out what was going on, I think is really a, a kind of a cool thing. You know what I mean? It's like that. That's part of that need and tug point of view. Yeah, but the demand I had was. This, you know, it's like I had this awareness that something was not right. And it's like it was an energy. It wasn't, you know, there was nothing that I could quite put my hand on. But I kept looking at my bank accounts and I go, well, something's not right here. I don't know what this is. It's like it seems to me that something different should be going on. What the right. heck is it that's going on here? And that's the, you know, that's the point at which I went, you know what? This has to change. And I did. And that's when I started asking the questions. 
So it's interesting when you realize that you need something different, that you can make the demand to get the information, and then the information comes and it all works. Yeah. And that's a whole different universe. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. And that's the, you know, so so this need and tug, so we talk about it and it, it kind of want to, like, we explain it in plain English because most people would be like, what are you talking about? This makes no sense. What do you mean this is how you create? This is how you do something. This is how you, how you can like, bring something into the world. We all sense, you know, it's like we all have this sense, this awareness of a possibility of something. It's what creates the inspiration for us to create anything. You know, it's like right, when, you're, right. when you're, you know, it's like when you're an artist and you get this sense that there are, there are possibilities here, okay? What's really possible that we have not yet seen, we have not yet gotten, have not yet created, but you have this sense that something is there. That's the place where you have the energy of what can generate, what you can generate, and then you can bring into it the other pieces of it, which is the place where you get to the awareness that, that okay, I can choose something different. Now, how do I choose that? And right. the most important part of that to me is the fact that you become aware that there is a different choice, a different possibility. Now, how do we do it? What do we do? What do we create? And that's when you start to actualize things. It's that question. You know, we keep talking about you need to have a question in order to be able to create. And you need to have a question. And the need comes from the question. You realize something is possible. Now, how can we create that? And a different world starts to show up. And you know, it's like I was talking with somebody recently. And they were talking about the fact that they were being told that they just didn't know how they were going to get all this money they needed. And, and then what they noticed instead was that the money they needed, they went, wait a minute, I, that's not that much money. How did I get the point of view that I couldn't have this money? But they had had a hard time and they'd been struggling trying to get the money for a long time. And now all of a sudden, they got the money. How did they get the money? Because they stopped looking at what couldn't be. And what we do is we create a whole lot of what shows up in our lives based on the point of view of what we can't have, what we can't do, or what we can't be, not on what we can. Absolutely. And we create a we create a whole lot of what can't show up in our lives, you know, based on that. And and but it's I don't know about you, but I grew up around people whose primary point of view was everything they couldn't have and everything they couldn't be and everything they couldn't do and the woe is me point of view that they had as a result of it. Yep, exactly. And you got to function from a different place. Yes. you got to function from what's the need, what's the tug, what's the possibility. So it's like if you function from you can't have, then what shows up in your life is you can't have. If you function from how do I create and generate what I really need here, what I really like to have, what else becomes possible? What else yeah, becomes exactly. available? It's a whole different world when that occurs. Well, and so this question thing and the awareness of what you would like, so it, it's sort of what is the tug that pulls it into this world. 
Yep. Brings it into existence. It actualizes it. That yes. willingness to recognize that you need something greater, you desire something greater, and the willingness and the ability to have something greater. Yeah. So, hmm. So, so I wonder what, yeah. Call in on this show. Nobody's calling in. They don't love us this time. They don't know what need and tug is. They don't oh. get it. They don't, they don't understand. But those that listen will be so happy they did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool. So. so let's do a process for him. What have you made so vital about nece- about never possessing? The totality of what you ask for. It eliminates need and tug from your reality. Mm. Everything that is times a godzillion, we just trying to create it all. Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine, shorts, boys and beyonds. So what have you made so vital about never possessing everything you desire in life? And the totality of what you ask for that eliminates need and tug from your reality. Everything that is times a godzillion way destroyed and created, please. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Apparently, my plead for somebody to love us. Apparently, your, your need tugged Jessica in. Yes. So, <laughs> Hello. Jessica, how you doing? And, and Dane's right. Like, I don't get it. I mean, I kind of get it, but not in a cognitive way. You know, right. so it's like, okay, so we have this desire, and because we're humanoids, we bring it into the world in some kind of, for lack of a better word, magical way. Is that what yes. you're trying to say? Yes. Oh. Oh. Then I guess I do get it. Okay, good. <laughs> Me. How many have, times have you asked for something and it's shown up as if by magic? All the time. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you don't have the ability to just create this stuff. Well, I do. And then what, where I see, you know, we talked once about the elegance of living, and I still have so much elegance of living that I have less and less need and yep. less tug, and it still feels kind of foreign to me. There's still a little guilt associated because not everybody has life so easy. Yeah. And I'm still looking and searching for the next, the next need, the next tug. And what do you really want to have? You know, I know I'm not allowed to say I don't know, but I really don't know. Yeah, but the thing is, it's like you haven't chosen. What would it take for you to choose to create something greater? Okay, okay, so honestly, choosing right now feels like a lot of work. Oh, now there's a good way to make sure you don't get what you want in life. Is there a point where some humanized just stop wanting more than what they already have? Of course. Okay, so that's where I think I am. Okay, good. So is that the sum total of your life? I don't know. Maybe for right now. Oh, don't worry. You'll get bored with everything you have and move on to more. True So I just got to wait for that day? Yeah, so 
Maybe it could be tomorrow. You could ask the question, like, what can I add to my life that would make things even better than it currently is? Okay. I'll ask that. Good. Yep. So we have Anna on hold, and Anna, we're going to have to go to a break before we get a chance to talk to you, but please hold on, and we'll come back to you shortly. We got one more minute. Can we run that process one more time? Sounds like a plan to me. So what do you mean so vital about never possessing the totality of what you ask for? <sighs> Sorry, that eliminates need and tug from your reality. Everything that is times a gazillion way to strun and create a place. Right and wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and men. Oh, I forgot, to, I forgot to mention. I was supposed to mention on this program that I'm having a telecall called Need and Tug. Oh, Which is when? like six hour and a half sessions. Soon, like uh, two weeks. So it's like if they go on the website, they can probably find it. I couldn't, but that's they probably cool. Could. Okay, love that idea. Yeah, six hour and a half calls on Need and Tug. If you don't understand it now, you'll definitely not only understand it then, but you'll actually be able to do it and use it. So I personally am looking forward to this telecall. I didn't realize it was coming up. So there you go. How does it get any better than that? Thanks. It's coming up on the 28th of July, just so you know, 28th of July. That's why somebody else in our troops chose this as the topic we had to do today. Ah, got it. So people will know. I like it. Smart. Brilliant. Love it. It's a neat and tug of creating a telecall. And on that note, mark your calendars for 28th of July, and we'll be back in a couple minutes on the Access Consciousness Show on Voice America. up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Hey everybody, this is Dr. Dane here, and I would like to invite you to an adventure in being. I've just written and finished a new book known as Being You, Changing the World. Are you one of those dreamers? One of those people who's always known that other possibilities should be available but haven't yet been able to see them be created? Well, I wrote this book for you. In it, you'll find tools, processes, and unique perspectives to change the things you've always wanted to change but didn't know how. In it, you'll find an invitation to a different possibility for a way that we can be in this world that changes not only our lives, but by being us, allows us to contribute to changing everything planet-wide that doesn't work. Are you aware that truly great people, truly being them, is the only thing that has ever created a great change on this planet? Are you willing to step up? Are you willing to be one? Check out a copy of my new book, Being You, Changing the World. I invite you to go to beingyoubook.com for a free gift. When you're pondering the big questions like, is there more than this? How can I have a happy relationship? What would it take to like my body? And how do I make more money? Where do you go for information and tools? Check out the online store at accessconsciousness.com. AccessConsciousness.com has books, DVDs, instant video, and audio downloads, online classes, and so much more. Subjects include abuse, changing your body, recovery, raising children, business techniques, tools to generate more money, how to have better sex and healthier relationships, just to name a few. At AccessConsciousness.com, you can also find 
facilitators who teach local classes on a variety of subjects. Accessconsciousness.com, your one-stop shop for tools to assist you in changing your life. All of life comes to us with ease, joy, and glory. Go to accessconsciousness.com to learn more. Build a better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. You are tuned in to Access Consciousness. To join in on the discussion today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to va at accessconsciousness.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome to Hello, everybody. Back to it. So, don't we have the, the sweet young thing hanging on the line? I think we have a couple sweet young things hanging on the line. We have Anna from somewhere. Anna, where are you from? Hello? Hello? Oh, hi. From San Diego. San Diego, cool. Well, I was calling today because I I heard you say, oh, we don't have anybody on the line, and I thought... I'm taking advantage of this. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> this doesn't happen very often. <laughs> so I figured the universe was helping me out here. <laughs> so anyway, what I'm what I called about is I, I've been in access for several years and I love it. Absolutely love it. And and I, my life has changed in ways that that I have never even imagined. But there's one thing that, that I really that I do struggle with is every once in a while, I have a day where it just seems like the tools just aren't working for me. Um, I'll have a day where I'm really, like, deeply, deeply, deeply depressed, and I'll do who does this belong to, and I'll, I'll do it, all the tools that, that I have in my basket. <laughs> Yet I can still can't get that, you know, that that real, like, that real deep, Depression to lift. Okay, so did you have anybody in your family that you grew up that was depressed all the time? Yes. Yep. So did you try to make them feel better? Yes. Did you try to do dancing and singing and things like that to make them happy? Yes. As a kid? Did it work? No. <laughs> Okay, so what you got to realize is depression is something that you are highly sensitive to. Highly sensitive to and highly aware of. And so, so when you sense it in somebody else, because you tried to take them out of your family member, you try to take it out of them too. Oh, wow. And the other thing is, if you weren't successful in taking it out of your family, and I don't know anybody who has been, um, what ends up happening is you repeat that very same struggle, that very same, uh, I'm not getting the words, but it's basically you, you create the same biomimetic 
basically the same pattern, if you will, and that's that goes in that same place of the unsuccess of being able to take it away. And that's what you usually call, I would imagine what you usually call your deep depression is the awareness of it and then trying to take it away, that being unsuccessful, and then going into the wrongness of you and the difficulties thereof. Yeah. And you never went into the wrongness of you, did you? All the time. (laughs) Yeah, I know. That's what happens. It's the way it works. So would you, you know, would you consider asking this, okay? Instead Mm -hmm. of asking who does this belong to, ask what am I aware of that I'm not acknowledging? Okay. Yeah, that feels light. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Use that because it's like, you know, it's like, who does this belong to as great as a beginning tool? Is this mine also works? But what am I aware of here that I'm not acknowledging? And when you have the place where you're taking on other people's stuff, and especially when you grew up with somebody who did that all the time, it's like you really need to be aware of the fact that you're aware. Okay. And it may feel like pulling teeth to be able to do that at first, but... Keep doing it. You will, it will only take a few times if you really get present with it to start to get that this is actually awareness. You know, and you may live next door to somebody who's highly depressed. Oh, yeah, I do. <laughs> okay, then that's who you wake up with in your head every morning. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, you know, wow. Okay. You know, and remember... You, you know, just because they wake up in your head doesn't mean they have to be in your bed. Exactly. Okay. Okay. Cool. Mm. Thanks for calling in, Anna. That's great. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. No problem. Take care, sweetie. Cool. Okay, we have Nancy from New Mexico. Yeah, I'm here. Hello. Can hear? I can hear you. Can you hear me? I can, can, I can. Okay, good. My question is, um, for about six weeks or so, I seem to come to a point, I'm doing a lot of processes and a lot of stuff, I seem to come to a point where I don't exactly know what to do, and it can either turn into sort of a disaster, crisis-like thing, or it occurred to me that if I just did what else is possible... Um, and try to be in the question, uh, it might sort itself out. But sometimes that seems to take a while, like longer than an hour or, you know, half a day. Or Is that, do you think that's accurate or that I should look at something else? No, you're pretty accurate. And what's wrong with taking an hour when it took you four trillion years to mess yourself up? <laughs> that's Good true. Point. And it could take a day even or two days or longer than that well when you're having a bad hair day you're having one of those days when things don't seem to work you want to go okay universe what else is possible i haven't considered here yeah you know and you gotta ask what is possible because the tendency is to go from the point of view that somehow there's something not quite right with you yeah and 
And the difficulty is 99.99999% of the time it's your awareness. And it's your awareness of something. But when you when you go to the wrongness, you take that awareness uh. and now you turn it into wrongness and you can't perceive anything other than something being wrong. And that's one of the reasons it takes you days to get out because it's actually an awareness of something. Just not sure what it is yet. Uh-huh. And... and you know, it could be, it can be all kinds of things. It could be somebody else's. It could be some future thing. It could be something that needs to be changed somewhere in your life and you're getting that awareness to, to figure this out or to become aware of it. So this is, is the blah, blah, blah. If you'll do the thing of asking the question, what else is possible here? And also one thing that I found when I'm really having a crap day is universe, show me something beautiful. Within hours, there's something that, that actually gets into my world that starts untwisting it from that sort of crap ball it has become. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I was getting stuck in something yesterday, and I was driving down the street, and I thought, oh, for heaven's sakes, I'm so grateful for this. I'm just grateful for it. <laughs> you know, that's that I'm just grateful for it. And that seemed to help somewhat. Cool. Gratitude uh, always turns things around because you know, it's like if you can be grateful for something ugly, you turn it out of wrongness and you turn it into possibility. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's okay. another tool of need and tug. I can't. Cool. Thank you for calling, Nancy. You're welcome. Thank you very much. Okay, we have Judy from Florida. Yes, hello. Hello. Hi there. Hi, how are you doing? Um, I have a question. I'm creating a business, and I've got ideas about what I'd like to do, and I have an energy that I'm really loving around this business. And I would like it to show up faster and greater. So is there anything... I'm not sure. Is there anything that you have an awareness that I could be clearing here or doing differently? Well, you could run, you know, every night before you go to bed, while you're in bed, while you're awake, every time you're awake, every time you're asleep, every time. Well, you just run it all the time. What energy, space, and consciousness can my body and I be that would allow us to bring this business to fruition with total ease? Yeah, yeah. I'm just writing that down. What energy, space, and consciousness can my body and I be that would allow us to bring this business to fruition with total ease? Mm. Got it. Cool. Thank you very much. Yeah. We're we're just here running bars and enjoying the show, so thank you very much. Nice. (laughs) Thank you. Okay. No worries. Bye. Thanks. That's very cool. I love the fact that all these people are listening to us, running bars, and doing all the things they're doing. It's I like, know. Holy. That's awesome. It is. Even like, when it is almost midnight our time, we're kind of yeah. like, uh. Are you feeling a little tired, Dr. Dane? I just got to Switzerland, man. I'm a little on the tired. It's just every time I go to a new country to facilitate, a brand new country to facilitate, there's this 
there's this sort of curve of things that seems to occur. So it's like you get the awareness and the awareness is pretty friggin' intense. And then I'm kind of like, okay, let me take a nap for the next 24 hours. (laughs) Well, the good news was that, you know, it's like I was so tired before the show. I laid down to take a nap and set my alarm for 1020, which was exactly perfect because it's like I woke up and my phone was ringing. So it all worked good. Nice. Ah. I like that. So this, so this knee and tug thing actually starts to be, the more you sort of get the sense of you creating the need and the tug, it's like you, you, your life starts to function that way. Sort of this different thing, you know, kind of like that. Hey, I'm setting my phone for now. But somewhere, somehow, you know, that's exactly what's required to handle what's going to show up that you didn't even know was going to show up. It's kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so we have two minutes. What do you want to tell people? Uh, asking you shall receive. Uh-huh. And it's like, but how you ask is the important part. And it's like an ask, you know, from the point of view of a bigger possibility rather than a lesser possibility, which is the biggest, you know, limitation to what you receive. But you ask, you will receive. Just know that if you're getting what you don't like, then you've been asking the wrong question. Perhaps you could choose something else. And ask, what other questions can I ask here to get what I would actually desire? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Good call. Gosh, you're a smart man. Boy, I tell you, I've had really good friends along the way to, to give me awareness. Thank you. So, so let's run that one process one last time. One more time. So what have you made so vital about never possessing the totality of what you ask for that eliminates need and tug from your reality? Everything that is times a gazillion way destroyed and created, please. Riding on good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And don't forget, we're doing the need and tug. Uh, need and tug telecall starts July yeah. 28th. Yes, and we're gonna, we got all kinds of stuff available for... You know, those of you who would like to, you know, do a foundation level one, you can do it online, sit at home in your pajamas or totally naked, whichever works for you. And I got to say, I I streamed the last classic Gary did with the lovely Blossom Benedict. And I'm telling you, man, it was so friggin' easy. You can, this is the first class you'll actually be able to watch natively on your iPhone, your iPad too, which is kind of cool. So you can kind of carry it around the world with you. And uh, stream it as you go, which is awesome. And it starts on the 4th of July. How does it get any better than that? Yeah. And on that note, my friend. Works. What? Talk about fireworks. Exactly. Talk about them since there won't be any. I don't think Amsterdam is uh, celebrating the same Independence Day as the U.S. tends to. (laughs) So welcome to our world, people, where we're across the world and we're doing stuff all the time. And uh, you can be there, too. And we are grateful for your contribution. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being part of the possibilities that go beyond this reality and us all being able to create them. Look forward to being with you next time on the Access Consciousness Show. Welcome to our world, everybody.
We appreciate you joining us this week for Access Consciousness, the radio show. To find out more about Access Consciousness, please visit our website at accessconsciousness.com. Be sure to come back next Thursday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time for another edition of our show with Gary Douglas and Dr. Dane here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have an excellent week. Welcome to the world.